Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. The other side of midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. This is the most important two minutes that you will hear over the next four hours because this is the only two minutes that has the potential to get you some money. Could be a little bit of money, could be a lot of money. I have talked about this before. I have been obsessed with this for years, but the New York State Controller is desperately trying to return unclaimed funds to New Yorkers. He is right now presiding over about $17 billion of lost money. So if you live in New York State or if you have ever lived in New York State, go to the New York State Controller's Office website right now and search the Office of Unclaimed Funds for your name. If you have a parent or a relative, put their name in there. So far, not only was I able to get about $50 in unclaimed funds that was owed to me, but I got Sid Rosenberg money. I got Dominic Carter money. There's money that was owed to Curtis Sliwa, John Katsimatidis, not that he necessarily needs it, but if it's his, he should get it. So sometimes this is money from a utility deposit. Sometimes it's sometimes it's from trust funds, old bank or investment accounts, uncashed checks, insurance policies, stocks. It is staggering. I would say about one out of every five or six people that I look up on there have money that is owed to them. So right now, do yourself a favor while you're still listening to me. Go to the New York State Controller website. You can just type NYS Comptroller, C-O-M-P-T-R-O-L-L-E-R, or you can go to osc.state.ny.us, and you'll see right on there a section for unclaimed funds, and type in your last name. And type in your county and see what comes up. What do you have to lose? It takes two seconds, and the process online is pretty easy. It took me less than a minute to get that $50 check that was owed to me. New York State Controller Office of Unclaimed Funds. Even if you only used to work in New York but never lived here, it's worth checking out. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. Well, I think a lot of people, especially if you've spent any time in Manhattan, are familiar with those yellow taxis. But something that never really took off as much, at least not where I live, but I guess in parts of Brooklyn it was kind of busy, are those green outer borough taxis. Well, now the Taxi and Limousine Commission is planning to phase out the green taxis serving the outer boroughs since, thanks to competition from ride-sharing apps like Uber, there are just 891 of them left on the road. But the TLC has a proposal to offer 2,500 unused permits for new cabs to take their place in the Bronx, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, and Upper Manhattan. Those cars can be any color they want, except 
up taxi yellow or green and will offer flat rate fares. Now, the drivers are furious about this, and they let the TLC know through their union and the TLC when they voted on this, they were booed by a lot of these drivers. They say that ridership is still down from where it was pre-pandemic. You just issued a thousand new licenses for drivers of electric vehicles that are going to serve at taxis, and they're not sure the volume will exist to support another 2,500 vehicles when the ridership is still not where it was just a few years ago. I have no idea if that's right, and if you're a driver, I know we have a lot of listeners that are drivers to both e-hail vehicles and conventional taxis. My heart goes out to you. I hope this doesn't hurt you too much, but as someone that frequently needs a car in a hurry, my hope is that this is going to make it easier for me to find a car in a hurry and hopefully at an affordable price, maybe even a more affordable price than I'm paying now. I know that's tough with all these taxes and fees that are breaked in there. So I'm thinking about you. I'm going to be following this, but I am optimistic that this is going to work out well, at least for the consumers and hopefully for drivers that are willing to hustle. Maybe it can create some new job opportunities for them as well. Ultimately, though, if the demand is not there, then you won't see much competition from these other 2,500 vehicles. We'll see where it goes. I have no idea how it's going to turn out beam me up to be continued the other side of midnight local spotlight we are still analyzing the details of the recently adopted final state budget and you will be happy to know that some of your taxpayer money is going not to schools, not to police, not to roads, but to politicians. I'm not joking. That's right. $39.5 million to be precise for the newly formed publicly funded campaign system. Pretty soon, when your state legislator or candidate for the state legislature is walking around your neighborhood handing out nice, glossy campaign literature, you can say to that candidate or state assembly member, hey, I paid for that campaign literature, and you would be correct. This has all the hallmarks of being a total disaster. Now, the first thing you have to understand about me is I am a reformer. I want wholesale reform of the political process, including the campaign finance process. That being said, I have watched for the last 23 years what a disaster New York City's campaign matching funds program has become. It has done nothing to make New York City politics less corrupt. I would argue the only two things that it has done is create more opportunities for corruption on the part of candidates and vendors, but also creating a whole cottage industry of people that know how how to game the system. I don't think it's empowered individual donors. I don't think it has gotten anyone elected who wouldn't have otherwise been elected. I don't think it's done anything to diminish the influence of special interest on city government or in city politics. And now this disastrous system is going to be multiplied times 62 to the rest of New York State. This is not going to work out well. I'd love to tell you I'm hoping for the best, even though I'm expecting the worst, but I have been through this New York City rodeo too many times. This matching funds program is not the answer to reforming politics in New York City or New York State. I have a lot of solutions and a lot of ideas on what the answer might be. This is not it. The only thing this is going to do is cost you, the taxpayers, a lot of money as you give more money to politicians. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. 77 you 
local spotlight. Well, one of the more contentious points in the recent state budget negotiations between the governor and the state legislature was the issue of bail reform. Namely, Governor Hochul really pushed to give judges more discretion in terms of deciding who should get bail and who should not. She did a big event yesterday with a lot of New York City's top prosecutors and the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, who has made this a big issue. I don't believe this was actually from the press conference, but here is an interview, a portion of an interview that Governor Hochul did with CBS News. We now have given the judges the power they've been asking for. I'm not saying this is going to be the only answer involved. I'm I'm not pretending that it will be, but it gives judges something they've not had. Let them make the right decision. I think Governor Hochul may be overstating the importance of these changes. The changes made in this budget are more than just window dressing. You have a lot of Republicans that are trying to portray it as very inconsequential. It's not the case. They are giving judges more discretion, particularly on lower level crimes. However, New York does remain almost the only state in the country where judges can't make a bail decision based on the dangerousness of a defendant. And that is such an important thing. Judges need to be able to take into account not just whether a defendant is a flight risk, but they need to view dangerousness as a factor. The Democrats in the state legislature, I realize, were a big stumbling block on this. But one of the other problems that went totally under addressed in these budget negotiations were the changes to the discovery rules, which even Alvin Bragg, not exactly known as a a hang'em prosecutor, has called for changes to those discovery laws. Those were not changed. So I think until those discovery laws are addressed in a meaningful way, you're still going to have a lot of defendants in New York City let loose after they're arrested, especially for crimes like drunk driving, which prosecutors are saying are a big challenge to prosecute in light of these new discovery laws. So I I think she moved the state a bit in the right direction, but there's still a long ways to go. Beam me up! To be continued.